Intro we've ever done, I think. <laughs> I don't, and that's saying something. I don't know. I bet you we could have someone tell us a different retarded intro we have. I feel like I... Can you hear this? Can I hear this? Yes. Hey, okay, Colleen. I'm going to hide this. Hey, I have Alyssa. a present for you, Colleen. Whoa, what is it? Mail! Oh, shit! Mail call! All right, guys. All right, welcome to show number 56, right? I have no idea. <laughs> we're going to read my mail. It's been a little while since our last show. So uh, our first fan letter is from <laughs> New York State Senator Eric Adams. Oh. And it's sent to Colleen A.F. Venable. Actually, just A. Venable. Because, you know, we're we're cool like that. He has That's his nickname for me. Um, or current resident. That's his other nickname for me. <laughs> yeah. So he, he writes that um, he likes our show and that the office is currently under renovation. So that's really sweet of him. Oh, and there's pictures of him with children that also like our show. Aww. Yeah. We do have a, a family-friendly show. We do. Provided that your children have uh, vulgar senses of humor. They would. Oh, they we got, got it. another fan letter. <gasps> this one is from Rob Pernamurder. Pernamurder? <laughs> really? Pretty close. Now, what are you asking? I want to look at that and see. Uh, ooh, you got a $20,000 check. From... Oh, that's so sweet. And with that money, we could buy food. Oh, no. This is a check from you. Uh-huh. What? For $20,000. Could you write this check? And it's, yeah, it's a check from you for $20,000. Thanks, oh. Colleen. I, oh, it. sure. I didn't know that you signed your name in all caps. Happy birthday to Annie. Wow, this guy, oh yeah, it's a Perlmuter, <laughs> I would say. Perlmuter, Rob Perlmuter. It sounds like he murders clams. He has, he <laughs> has like, a... I'm a Perlmuter, those pearls will never sing again. He has like the, uh... One of those mustaches that doesn't really grow in evenly or fully enough to really warrant having a mustache. A.K.A. the 14-year-old boy mustache. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's the exactly te- what he has. The preteen stash. Or, the, or the, perhaps, the, the, it's not even like the John Waters stash. It's a little bit taller, but His mustache but it's, it looks taller? super skeevy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the John Waters stash is just yeah. like a little line above the lip. And it grows from being... But somehow it's equally skeezy. On Mr. Pearl Muter. On Mr. P- Pearl Muter. Pearlmutter. He's on Avenue U. Pearlmutter sounds like he's a crazy old man that like once lost a giant pearl, and he just walks around muttering and like oh, the pearl, the pearl of destiny. <laughs> I think you should write a book about that. The pearl of destiny. Let's see. Do I have any other good mail? This looks exciting. And this is from my college. It is obviously a packet of photographs of myself to autograph <laughs> for them to give to incoming. Hear that, or it's like your acceptance packet. Congratulations, we'd like you back. I have a current recurring dream that I get things from my college being like, oh yeah, we forgot to tell you, you were supposed to take a gym class? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, your job is gone, and um, we're taking your legs as money, because we don't have any other real money. Seriously, do you think your job would fire you if they found out that you were missing a gym credit in college? Um, I kind of doubt they would fire you at this point. I don't know. I think they're you're kind really of really into dodgeball in my new job. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, my new job is so weird. Yeah. I'm the only person who works there on Mondays and Fridays. And are you it's kidding? This, no. It's this Whoa. huge floor. And there's another company that works there. It's a whole bunch of publishing companies that are under the same house. And on Mondays and Fridays, it's just me. So, like, I'm basically every job under the sun. So, like, no matter what happens, it's my job. And the woman who runs the office is extremely concerned for me. 
and partially because she thinks I'm being overworked, but mostly because she's scared that the ghost is going to get me. Wow. <laughs> Supposedly, there's a ghost on the floor that I'm on by wow. myself all the Two time. Two days a week. Yes. Um. So she keeps telling me, if you see anything weird, just let me know. You know, he's normally normally a friendly poltergeist, but just let me know. So, like, I'm sitting there in my office trying to, like, figure out if I really want to see the ghost. I think she's I'm... trying to psych you out. I know. <laughs> I think she wants you to leave. And so she's going to, like... To plant the seeds of doubt. Dude, this is totally. Until you did think she like you present it in a way of? I don't know if you believe in ghosts. No, she was but like, "This is what's going on." It was just like, "Oh yeah, there's a ghost." Everyone. She's knows. like, "Oh yeah, if their alarm starts going off, that's just the ghost. Don't worry, he's a friendly poltergeist." That's the first thing she said about it. And then the the super of the building, who's like this cute little like Mexican man, is like, "Oh yes." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> One of my coworkers finds this hysterical because she's the only person that's been like privy to this old woman telling us a story. So she keeps sending me emails that are supposedly from the ghost. And I'm like, I see you at your desk. And I'm like, okay, it's signed your name. <laughs> if you really want to go gung-ho, make a Gmail account for the ghost of floor nine. It's really weird. I'm totally putting a misconnection up for you tomorrow. <laughs> Dear girl in the office, the curse is at her computer lot. <laughs> I'm <Hey>. the ghost. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> fedora and has pink painted fingernails ah. and headphones and puckers his lips like this with pink lipstick. She's doing it in a puckering fashion. Right? I am. <laughs> and then he walks around with his, his name is Arthur the Empress. Okay. As and he walks around with Arthur. his bitch whose name is Walter who's like this obvious homeless man. Oh. Also Did you say his name was Arthur? Mm-hmm. And he hangs outside of King Arthur's, King Arthur's Tavern? Tavern. Yeah. I see. Whoa. But he's uh, Empress Arthur. Empress. Of the park. And yes. this is this is his title. I am the oldest living legend. Empress of the park. <laughs> he was frighteningly friendly. That was, <laughs> that was and then he groped my friend. Total gropage. Like he was freaking out. The really? Guy. He was just like and it's this guy who's visiting from Florida, so he's like not really Ever coming back to New York. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, he was outside for a cigarette and I was inside, you know, holding chairs at the bar and he walks in and he's like, I just got groped. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I go outside and I'm like, there's, I mean, aside from these two homeless people, like there's nobody else. And all of a Gotta sudden the Empress comes over and is talking to me and I was like, oh, he got groped by the Empress. <laughs> and I go back in. <laughs> sure enough, he is now the Empress's new bitch. <laughs> You're going to be a bitch of some. So if you're ever interested in meeting the Empress of the Park. I am interested right now. How long are our microphone King cords? Arthur's Tavern, Grove and Fit 7. Oh my goodness. <laughs> i tell you what though, man. Since it's gotten warmer, the crazies are out. Like They really are. Where do they go in the winter? Do you think they all go like together into like one small abandoned house and like uh, practice? I think they go to Nantucket. <laughs> <laughs> Nantucket? Where are they blasted for the winter? <laughs> Literally on their arms. <laughs> I went to meet Annie for lunch. What day was that? That was Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday? It yeah, was the same day. I'm outside of Subway because I had the dog with me oh, so yeah. I didn't go in. She goes in and gets lunch. I'm outside. This homeless man comes up to me and starts talking to me. And he's like, here, this is for you. And he hands me a box of raid bombs for roaches. He's like, but make sure you leave the house when you set those suckers off. I was all, all 
great, thanks. Yeah, leave the house, because God only knows what's in them. You probably put in, like, cyanide or something. I'm going to die. So we went around the block and threw them away. <laughs> Aww. And all the roaches rejoiced. <laughs> the god of anti-roaches sent you a messenger. And you discarded him. Probably, I guess. Some people have green thumbs, and I can't figure out what the term should be for me, because I'm really good with pets. Flesh-colored thumbs. Flesh thumbs. <laughs> red thumbs. I have red, red thumbs. Red-blooded thumbs. I have bloody thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, pets just don't die on me ever. Well, also, I think we should come up with a color that relates, because obviously green relates to plants, so yeah. your green Furry thumbs. thumbs. Well, your, your pets are just Furry fish, thumbs. though. True. So maybe you should Scaled have, like, thumbs. blue Except thumbs. I do have finches now. Mm. Oh, yeah. There was, I'm surrounded by ghosts and murder lately, because there was a mysterious death in the finch cage, <gasps> and I think it was the father. Oh. We had a baby finch, which, it's creepy because finches, like, don't give birth and like you see the little babies and it's like oh little baby bird they wait they hide them in like little like baskets until they're full grown almost and then they pop out and then it's like one day you walk past the cage and you're like wait a minute like there's three there we have two (laughs) i came home one day and like voltron who was the name of the baby because he didn't know how to squeak right so he was just like and the father were fighting and then the next day i didn't see the baby and then my friend Dirk comes over, and Dirk has got this very nice British accent. He's one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet, and Dirk was always a big fan of the finches. So we're like, hey, Dirk, notice anything different about the finch kid? And he goes, oh, you mean the dead baby? <laughs> <laughs> I was too short to see that the baby had fallen to the bottom of the thing. Oh. It was dead. I don't want to laugh, but like, it was like cartoon dead. Like, its head was the sun, and its feet were up in the air, and I swear if it had a tongue, it was just hanging out. Like, oh. Finches who had to live in the cage with the dead one for so long. I know, for a couple of days, because I was like, where's the baby? I don't see it. It's probably in the cubby. And, like, it was just so funny, because, like, Dirk's response was as if, like, he expected me to do something like that. <laughs> like, ha, 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 I put a dead animal so Dirk would find it. Like, oh, Notice any deaf, different, dead, oh, different? Oh, dead baby. It wasn't even, like, disturbed. It was like, oh, you made the pineapple on the table. Like, oh, oh nice decor. Dead babies, you know. Yeah, so, like, I keep yelling at the you father. You stuff like, it. You just wait till Angela Lansbury gets here. Do finches usually kill their babies? Um, we have a really small cage, so I think that's the problem. And supposedly, like, fathers get territorial if it's another male bird. So I think it was a male bird. Because mm. you had the little letter carrier. <laughs> I had finches. My cat ate one of them and I killed the other because I forgot to feed it for two weeks. Oh my god. That's I didn't actually forget. Like, they peel their seeds. So they leave, like, the peel inside. Oh, so so I kept looking, like, like and there was food. And I was like, alright, well, I guess it hasn't been hungry. Maybe it's depressed that the cat ate the other one. Like, whatever. No. Oh. Two weeks later. Dead finch. But I bet you right before it died, it looked hot. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we were looking at pictures of models all day in our Photoshop class. Yeah, it was kind of fun. We learned how to Photoshop using the tools to, like, hide blemishes. And, and to the nice. point where, actually, it was really funny because the teacher was like, you know what's really sick? You should see this video on YouTube where it's, like, a dove ad where they, like, you know, make a woman up, and they, they like, show how, how different she looks, like, after she gets makeup on, and they take pictures, and then they, like, Photoshop the pictures and make her look totally different. 
Okay, now back to our assignment. Okay, so this model looks pretty good, but look at her kneecaps. We need to, like, tone those down a little bit. And we're like, what? Her kneecaps? She was, like, like, had the most normal-looking... Well, not normal-looking, because she was so thin, but, like, she had kneecaps. There was well, because at first with the model, at first it was, like, she had, like, this big, weird scar on her foot. So it was like, okay, yeah, that's kind of, like, a big, weird scar. Yeah. So really, we, like, hid that, and then he was like, okay, and she got a couple little small moles on her, like, face and neck. Yeah, that's, that's you know, those are easy to hide, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes to this whole thing about, like, how sick this, like, commercial is. And then he's like, okay, her, her kneecaps. Like, I was like, <laughs> Her kneecaps are, uh, totally like, normal. So we, like, had to lighten her kneecaps and smooth them out so yeah. they look like kneecaps you'd want to eat off of. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I used my tool to, uh, make it look like, uh, her face was in her kneecaps, so she had faces for knees. It was kind of amusing. I don't it was. Know. The whole class found it amusing as we stopped everything and we're like, ah! <laughs> oh, back to me fucking up on the computer. Yeah, well, it was. I just showed it to Marianne, but then Marianne was like, ha! Ah! Ha! Ah! Ah! I was like, oh, okay, everybody's now paying attention to what I'm doing. Yeah. So, radio songs! Speaking of not old ones. <laughs> What? How does <laughs> a completely <laughs> original idea. Oh, yes. I'm extremely excited about what we have today for music for you. Oh, who, is it? who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Well, actually, well, not only is it a band, it's a whole concept album rock opera. Oh, it's been it sitting on our desk for rock. a little while here. Now, the, the, <laughs> the actual band is called The Unbearables, which mm-hmm. is a, a, a name that means not able to bear yeah. children. Sad. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty no, sure I, it means you can't stand it. Oh, <laughs> I thought because it was a bunch of guys in the band, I was like, they're upset. And they're like, damn it, I can't carry this thing to term. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, if it's unbearable, that means that they can't be born. That's true. Never mind. Oh, they can't be born. Right. Yeah. But actually, um, and this was someone that I met in Staple, uh, Marshall, who was telling me all about this zombie rock opera. Right. And who's the lead singer? Who is? And uh, I especially enjoy it because um, it's not told completely from the people. Like every zombie movie is told from the point of view of the people who are fighting the zombies and fighting to stay alive. This is told from well, I mean, it's all different points of view. But there are two songs in particular that I particularly like because they are sung by zombies. Right. And there's also a lovely duet where a guy realizes real it's zombies. Zombie. Yeah, they got this whole pack you of should, zombies. You, you should have them ask to meet up with the poltergeist. <laughs> I should, because they Tell will eat you it. Alone. Yeah, though he no, has left me. I don't know. I mean, that's like when like you tell somebody, oh, I grew up in L.A., and they're like, well, do you know John Smith? And you're like, yes. <laughs> Just because they're zombies doesn't mean that they know the poltergeist. Right. Yeah, that's true. So Even it's an entirely different discipline. So this first song we're going to play is actually sung by the zombies, which I must say, um, when they're not yelling brains, they actually are very good at harmonizing. Yes, they are. <laughs> I, you know, I haven't seen, this is actually part of a, a stage sh- production, a show, um, but from what I've read in the in the CD notes at the beginning, I what I gather, and I could be totally wrong, but that there's a, like a, a, a choir that's like a church choir, and I think like... Eventually, because in the track notes, let me see, on the track, this is very interesting. Uh, It is. Okay. Track one, Sacrifice for Love, which we're not playing, but you should, you know, if you are so excited about this that you just have to go buy it, which Which I I recommend. Which is a zombie rock opera. Could you not be excited about this? I mean, like, just the idea made me poop my pants, which is (laughs) maybe why the ghost is staying away. Sorry. Hopefully. Um, so there you go. Two purposes, you know. Enjoyable music and, <laughs> and uh, poltergeist protection. Yeah. 
Works better than a string of garlic. Okay. Um, in which... So, uh, track one, Sacrifice for Love. And then it has like a little synopsis for each track as to what's sort of going on in the show. And it says, In which we meet Will, the aliens who are writing a letter to their mysterious employers and the local fundamentalist church choir. Mm. And I think the fundamentalist church choir must be one of the first ones to go when the... Uh, when the the aliens come and start Probably. making people into zombies and because that's why they're such good singers. Because by zombies unite, it sounds like the church choir again, my friends. It uh, yeah. they sound awfully similar. <laughs> to make a long story short, too late. Our, <laughs> to make a long story even longer, uh, the first track we're going to be making is called Zombies Unite. Making? You're making it yourself? Did we say making? You yeah. just did. Wow. <laughs> Somebody. I'm done. Okay. And he's gonna redo the song right now. Ready? Go. <laughs> It's a good thing that we're not actually making this because we don't sound as good. But yeah, so this is called <laughs> the song that we're going to be playing is called Zombies Unite. And uh, it's by the they, Unbearables. By the Unbearables. Just one bite. It's the name of the album.
Alyssa's here, in case you're wondering who that oh, is. Oh, here! Yay! She arrived when it's we started recording, but so we never... so long since you've been on the show. I know. Oh. And it's funny, because we've been recording in the, the Cloud Fortress, which you are a part of. Yeah. But Usually you, I'm on puppy duty, though. You That's are. true. Maddie is... away from the podcast. And the <laughs> cords and... She's too young things. for it. Yes, she is. She, um, she doesn't need to know what a dirty bath her mommy has. Or what a uterus is, because we're getting rid of hers. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want to have to uh, feel like, where's mine, Bobby? Where's Aww. mine? Well, she still has it so at this point. We're taking her lady parts out. I don't think we're taking oh. I don't think we're removing her uterus. <laughs> I don't think that's good. Isn't that what they do? I was so confused. <laughs> I heard you say something about, like, well, we're getting rid of, and I was, and then you kept talking like she doesn't need to know. But I was like, we're not getting rid of her. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, not her, just her, 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 her reproductive fingers. Her lady fingers? <laughs> Last night um, I went to this well, restaurant. Well, this is a good ass time. <laughs> with names had someone that was designated like those crazy homeless people couldn't they give them a purpose like hello welcome to norman i'm norman (laughs) (laughs) welcome to my street (laughs) like why can't they like name why can't they have mascots disneyland does you walk into a freaking place and somebody greets you with big head like we have that in brooklyn (laughs) you know it'd be a good way if new york paid them a little money yeah be a good way for people not to be homeless, although then I guess there oh my wouldn't God. be a mascot to begin with. But we just solved homelessness. I think we did. Holy crap. Ding. I think we did. New York City should give homeless people a map of the city. And a giant head. And <laughs> and a name. And, and a then name. that person stands on the street. And when you go up and say, Norman on Norman Street, I'm looking for John Street. He'll say, go down to my friend John. John's over there. Over there. It's and the he'll tell you. He met in Crystal Meth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that we need to give homeless people a, another reason to stand on street corners <laughs> and talk to strangers. But then they'll have a purpose standing there. They won't be just like change, change. You'll be like, I am a street. Change. My name is all over everything in print exactly. as long as it's a map of New York. I actually just found a couple of streets like yesterday that I had no idea were streets in New York City. Such as, I think there was a Kearney Street or a Kenzie Ke- Street. Keely? No, it wasn't Keeley Street. I want to say it was Kearney or Kenzie or something, and I was like, I never knew there was that street. Really? I wish they would name streets after cities in Texas, because I was looking at the outer tiny towns in Texas, and there's, like, some crazy towns, like, there's Bee Cave, Texas, which just, like, would you want to go to Bee Cave? (laughs) (laughs) It's actually near Austin, so Marshall, who's our musical guest, he, well, one of the people in the band... Uh, can tell me what Bee Cave is like. Is it really just like to keep people away and it's just this cool town that they don't want people like, they don't want tourists, so they're like, it's a Bee Cave! Watch <laughs> out, everybody! I, I particularly like uh, Matamoros in uh, Texas, which means kill Moorish people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, awesome. That's, That's an interesting name for a town. It um, sucks to be you. Oh my gosh, last night I was at a bar. It sucks to be you. 
<laughs> Tell your story along with the song. Last <laughs> night I was at this bar. <laughs> and the bartender reminded me of Marla Hooch Could from A League of Their Own. Really? <laughs> Do you also mean Gouda from Robin Hood and Was that her? Yes. Yeah. Oh. No. What I don't, was her, I don't her know her name. I just gave her a name of a cheese because I couldn't remember. It was like Gouda. <laughs> I, it was like a Helga. Or... It was like, I know her Her horse was Farfenhugen. Yeah. <laughs> Farfenhugen. Farfenhugen. I will not do that again. I will not do that again. Now that you do the accent, it kind of rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah, she totally reminded me of Marla Hooch. And she was dancing, too, and like singing. Put on the little Rockefeller peach... Rockfield peach costume <laughs> and like a, a baseball bat, and you would totally be Marla Hooch. I didn't tell her that though. Really, Rockefeller? What Shut up! Say? I fixed myself. <laughs> no, you still didn't get it. Rockfield. No, Rockfield. no. it was uh, a peach field. Rockfield peaches. Not Rockfield. Rockford. 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 Rockford peaches. Rockford peaches. Oh, I thought you were the biggest. Uh... I am. I'll get their own fan ever, but apparently I am. Dude, put that movie in front of me, I can say the whole thing. What about it not in front of you? But not when you've had too much champagne. <laughs> champagne. Speaking of which, I still have a little margarita left, and we have more zombies. Yes, we <laughs> Okay, this is, this is a romantic song with a big bridge. Yes, it, it's one of those build, build slowly up. songs. And uh, it's, it's actually the, the titular song. Titular. Well, sort of, sort of titular. It's half titular. It's like the filler song. Titular with an extra word added in for good measure. It's called Maybe Just One Bite. Maybe Just One Bite. And before we go to the song, we should tell some information about where you could get this album. Come see you find out what happens. Wow. It's, uh, go to www.stemandleafrecords. Stemandleafrecords. Stemandleaf.com. Is that with one M or two M's, Annie? Is that an ampersand? One. No ampersand. It's the word. S-T-E-M-A-N-D-L-E-A-F-R-E-C-O-R-D-S dot com. Yes, yes. But the song we are going to play is actually the name of the album, Just One Bite, but it's with a maybe. Maybe just one bite. It's like you're thinking about it. Uh, it's going to be a zombie after all. It's not so much a difficulty in my life. told you that I love you what would you think of it would you kick me in the face or would you throw a fill though I may be now undead so my feelings are true when I'm not thinking about brains I'm thinking about you do you recall the time you called me when you couldn't sleep Wanted to tell you how I felt Then but I just felt like a creep Each time you turn your head You're what I hope it will be Hope it'll be the time That you say you love me I often fantasize Good for me. Will our four nice kids live in a house? 
Dat is wel de zorgers. Dat is wel de snackbar. Dat is wel de into the office. But um Woo <laughs> I'll be here all night. I got a poppy seed muffin. Woo <laughs> I kinda wish like there were like a place to me that you could hit and get sounds. <laughs> like you had buttons. Like my kneecap. Ooh, that was not a good sound. That was the sound of my kneecap. Or my my, my cheek. <laughs> or my You know, just saying badam first. Ah. <laughs> um ah. Oh, so I had a recent invention, which um you guys need to back me up on this, and if we get everybody that listens to the show, I have to stop gesticulating with a shaker egg in my hand. <laughs> um I'm gonna just put that there and hatch it. <laughs> I won't tell you where it is. Um you can figure it out. So I had this revelation where I was thinking about this on Friday because I, I own one pair of jeans now. That's it. And we have like Where casual Fridays in the new office. So I'm like, oh, I get to wear my one pair of jeans. Does that, and then does the that also the apply to speech? Do you only wear your jeans once? I only, well, I mean, but if I wear them three days in a row, they get nasty because I shit my pants a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like, I mean, I don't wash my jeans that often. So it's just one extra day on top of the cool time. Tully is currently sitting here in her one pair of jeans, <laughs> making me very, very uncomfortable very quickly. But I'm buying more. I'm planning <laughs> next paycheck. I'm going to buy pants. Aww. That's my goal. Okay. But we have like casual Fridays. And like, I, I wish I could use casual language. I wish I could be like, yo, what up, bitch? Where's the poltergeist guys at? Yo! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was better, the voice or like the hand movements. I was like wrapping a record that was horizontal rather than uh, on a table. It was like as if a record was attached to my chest. There you go. I gotta get a big record necklace. Um, but I was thinking about this and I was like, you know, dressing in jeans is not that exciting. Like I, I wear really comfy work pants that are like pajama pants. It's actually less comfortable to be in my jeans on Fridays. Why can't we have a day where we get to dress up for work? I actually really make, dress up my, for work. My office is like all casual. You can wear 
Really? Teeny there practically, and you're fine. <laughs> so on Fridays, I usually dress up. You're like, oh, it's Friday, and I'm going to work, and I need to look prettier than I do all the other days, because I look like crap. I'm hot, woo! So I was yeah. thinking, like, there should be, like, I don't know the name for it yet, I haven't thought of it yet, but Wednesday should be, like, Sequin Wednesdays or something, where, like, <laughs> everybody gets, like, your crazy evening gowns. How about like, Wedding Wednesday? Wedding Wednesday. Oh, that's a little... Wedding garb. Wedding garb. <laughs> Everybody wears and... dresses, men included. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Like, I just really wish, like, part of me, I never wanted to own my own company, but since I thought of the idea of having, like, some kind of gaudy Wednesdays, mm-hmm. like, I want to have it so I can enforce it. Like, the Disney <laughs> people be like, you're having fun! Get dressed up! <laughs> yeah. I just remembered something that I've been meaning to show Colleen for, like, months. Is it an eggplant? No. In the shape of Gorbachev? No. <laughs> is it oh that reminds me there was this one time some friends of mine and I we went up to uh, Santa Barbara to see a friend of mine in her like senior opera and we went to this little like podunk bar in the middle of like college town Santa Barbara that obviously it wasn't frequented by college students it was like an older person bar mm-hmm. so the beer didn't get drank a lot ah. so we had some Newcastle and I think it was stale or something because my friend Jill Ended up getting all blotchy and weird, and she had this huge, like, red blotch going up the side of her face. <laughs> and I was like, Jill, something's going wrong. Something's wrong with the beer. You have a Gorbachev. <laughs> there, you have a Gorbachev. <laughs> she was like, what? I'm like, go in, the, go in the bathroom. Look in the mirror. You have a Gorbachev. <laughs> sure enough, she had, like, full Gorbachev weird thing up her face. <laughs> Next so time I get sunburned, I'm going to refer to, like, oh, fuck. I was out in the sun, I got Gorbachev. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It awesome. <laughs> so, so what is this thing in your hand? Okay, so it's called Oops-a-Daisy, and it's a, a toy. And I literally, oh. my mom gave me this when I went to California <laughs> in March. It's a toy cow that's a jelly bean dispenser, and it comes with, um... Brown jelly beans, I noticed. Cola and butterscotch flavored jelly beans, so light and dark brown. Oh. <laughs> and, which are positioned in a pile behind it, her. And the jelly beans dispense out of her butt. <laughs> and it with has, real. With real moving, moving parts. parts. Piles, Piles of, of yummy, yummy jelly beans. beans. Oh. So Oops, Daisy. Cow pie. Anybody <laughs> like any pie? So. Yay! <laughs> cow pie! Oh, that'd be a great loophole to make kids not want to eat sugar. There you go. You'd be like, who wants pie? And everybody agrees to it, and they're stuck in the contract, and then you give them shit. The contract. <laughs> Yay! Oh my gosh. Okay, how, how, what moves? Oh, here we go. Okay. Put them in through the head, because that's where, you know, the food goes. What, what, mm, what kind yum, of food do we expect this? Hey, you can't eat the poop before it goes through the process. <laughs> You're eating regular food now. Oh, Are you the master of the universe? Of my I finally saw Red Sonia. Oh my god! I know, I've been meaning to for like... That was the gayest voice that's ever come out of my mouth. I can't believe it. <laughs> Wasn't was it amazing? In a lot of ways, that was the straightest voice that ever came out of my mouth. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Of course, but you always expect her. I think she actually was worse. Hello, I would like to kill you. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, sword. Can I have a poop? No. Squeeze it. Squeeze Ready? it. Read a magazine. Read a magazine. <laughs> 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 I it, like projectiles out of the butt of this cow. I really hope poop doesn't really come out of cows that way because I will it's avoid farming. Mmm. <laughs> tastes like. Ew, what one is that? The tail like lifts up. It's either cola or butterscotch. Okay, I think it's butterscotch. That was nasty. You knew they went out of their way to make them taste shitty? You know, I think the thing is that um, you assume that it's jelly belly and it's not. Mm. <laughs> it's cow belly. It is! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it might be time to, to end our beautiful notes, but we have one announcement before we do, which is uh, we have a new super secret number. Oh, yeah! A vanity number. Like, we finally got a number that actually, mm -hmm. like, has a cool thing you can remember. And this one is good for years. So if you call their other number within the two weeks that we had it turned off, we're really sorry. I kind of forgot that it got turned off, and I was like, nobody's calling us! So we have a new one that you can remember. And it's so easy to remember, because you just have to think about having a tutu on and then fluffing it. Yes. Fluffing so, it for your tutu. Tutu fluff. It's, uh, 347 tutu fluff. So tutu is in, like, the number two, the number two. F-L-U-F. Yeah. And three, four, seven, as in the year um, of the Jesus went to college. It's <laughs> <laughs> a three hundred and forty-seven year old. Yeah, <laughs> he, he worked out. So that's that's our number. Everybody should call. Please call. Oh, and big thank you to uh, PLDM who had our first let's learn about for a very long time. So he actually has a how-to about how to make a cheese your own adventure book by actually cutting up other books and like drilling them back together. It's really amazing. <laughs> That's brilliant. So you all should do that. Okay, kids. All right. Okay. Well, go out. Go find the uh, the zombie rock opera by the Unbearables. Just one bite. And today was Colleen and my last day of uh, computer Yay! class. And so now we do all of our podcasts. Yay! Yay so everybody wins. In case you didn't know, that's why we've been so quiet. Yeah. It's because we've, we've been, been working, working our asses off. Asses have fallen yes. to the ground. My ass is off. Anyway, so my name is Annie Sanders, and I'm not a zombie. Yeah. My name is Colleen. Some of this smells of pickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, uh, Colleen on the train home said, "I got a whiff of pickles." Got... <laughs> <laughs> you have to have whiff in there because that's half of what's funny about it. It's Colleen. I got a whiff of pickles. Which <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of a wiffle bat filled with pickles. Awesome. Oh, pretty awesome. Do you want to sign off? Bye! Yay! <laughs> See you next time! We're so sorry to see you go, but we hope you'll be